Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. See, see, how much better did that feel? Well, Kidding listen, me? I don't think that the worst Fordham alum within the last 20 years deserves a new open, as no, Peter he does. pointed out. But, you know, we make do with what we have here. And I, I don't, Hold on, hold on. I didn't say the worst. I, I, I know Frank and I, Red Bank um, said that the song got stuck in his head. So hopefully uh, no one has to hear about Baby Bottle Pop anymore. No, I, that was beautiful, though. See, do you hear that? You said you didn't have moments on the show. They were all sitting right there for you. Staring you right in the face. It's a reach. You guys had better opens. Anyway, ES, ESPN. We are on ESPN Radio. ENN is presented by <laughs> D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. Sure. 888 law D'Agostino, bite back. Oh, yeah. I'd like to say good evening to Peter and Don. We go to Kevin in Tottawa. Totowa. Sure. <laughs> And yeah, you can correct somebody without getting mad like Michael does. Yeah, it's amazing. How did you do that? You didn't even yell at me. You weren't even disgusted. You just figured he doesn't know Jersey as well as I do. Boom. Problem right. solved. Imagine what would have happened when this moment happened. You're going Acapulco? I well, that's he was being sarcastic. I, I know, yeah, but you don't think that could have been correct? Oh, yeah. No, he's right. Michael Acapella! Oh, my yeah. God. He would have, you just confused the word acapella with Acapulco? It would have been a moment in time. It's a great. It's it's slang for acapella, but wow, he, yeah, he wouldn't get it. And good evening to Don and Peter. I have a gentleman shower. Yeah, a gentleman shower. Almost uh, a shower, but your feet are dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Socks on. I didn't know that. Yeah, I made it up. Oh, there you go. See, I would think a gentleman shower is like with, with like a swimsuit, or you know, maybe you don't wash your hair, something like that. Like you're just trying to take a shortcut. Interesting. There used to be a shower people used to use, uh, a word that people used to use. Yeah, we don't, uh, do, we don't do that here on this show. You can't say it. No, I'd rather not. Instead. It, it involves just taking cologne and rubbing it all over your chest. What we should do instead is relive the great moment last night with Ryan Rucco on the call on the Yes Network. Grounded to third. What a, what a job by our boy. And Peter, you were 100% right to say now that Donaldson hit a home run, uh, the Yankees will most likely not win. But if they're in the bottom of the eighth inning right now with a 10-3 lead, um, I think that streak will be broken today, thankfully. Wow. That's why you listen to me. Wow. I, I, I you know what? Good. Good. Absolutely. I'm glad that's the case. I was hoping that wouldn't be the case, but I was looking at history. Now, we all know that everybody loves calling Michael a jinx on Twitter, not on this show. Because we respect Michael. That's right. But Love when him. Ryan was on Barton Hahn earlier today, 
they asked him if he tried to avoid saying perfect game because they noticed that he didn't say the words. And here's what he said. Obviously, you know, people talk about it all the time. Like, oh, why are you saying perfect game? Why are you saying no hitter? You're jinxing it. And the reality is, like, I would have been fine to say it, but I kind of started off not. And then I remembered at some point I had a conversation with Dave Sims. I don't remember exactly what it was. And he listened to a lot of my tapes when I was in college. He would come back and do workshops for us at WFUV. And I remember at some point him saying, you can set up a perfect game without saying the words and kind of, like, describing some of the ways you can do it. So as I was doing it, you know, in like the fourth inning, the fifth inning, I hadn't said it and it felt natural to me not to. And then thinking about that conversation with Dave that I had at some point sort of further validated for me that like, okay, this is something that I can keep going with, you know, and it's okay. And so that kind of helped, I think, push me further in that direction. And then once I was doing it, I was like, well, look, he's in the eighth inning. I haven't said it yet. I'm not saying it now. Well, yeah, that's just that's just smart and being protective of yourself. And let's right. just be honest. It worked out perfect because he got the perfect game. Yeah. If if he gives up a hit in the ninth, Brian's getting crushed today for anything that he did say. They're saying, I can't believe he said 15 up, 15 down, whatever, whatever the example is. It all looks good now because it worked out. So well, that was that was smart. And and he did it in a way that sounded eloquent and, and nice. It, it, it's all stupid. But you're right, it's self-preservation. Because if he says perfect game and he gives up the hit, he gets eviscerated. Yeah, right. he's a bad guy forever. But I do think, you, like Michael always says, there is a certain obligation to let your audience know what's going on. And the bug in the corner that says zero hits isn't telling the whole story. It's a perfect game. So as Dave Sims told him, hey, just say, you know, 15 up, 15 down. You're, you're not saying perfect game or no hitter, but you're giving the audience the indication that the per- the perfect game is going on. The A's have yet to get a base runner. Like those are things you can say that are not a jinx, but at the same time, service your audience to know what's going on. Because Peter, I don't think it's right to turn on a game. Oh, it's eleven nothing. I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna shut it no, off. No, you have to let people know, or they or they could turn it off. I, I was saying I was fifth, sixth inning of that game when it was eight nothing. I was I was ready to say, all right, well. It's a West Coast game. Got work tomorrow. Let's, let's pack it in for the night. And then Ryan, literally, Ryan said 15 up, 15 yeah. down. I said, because well, he's a I professional. Got to see this through now, right? That's now, right. But the reason it's stupid is it's not a thing. There was never a thing that the announcer can't say it. By the way, the uh, the interpreter and the Yankee pitching coach were both talking to Herman throughout the entire game. Because by the time you got to the sixth and seventh inning and it was getting real, you saw that. Blake and the Yankees interpreter were talking to Herman in, and I know that David Cohn said everybody would leave him alone when he had his perfect game. So apparently, that's not superstition anymore either. So what are we really talking about? But unfortunately, because it's become a thing, Ryan gets abuse on social media if he jinxed it, and then it just becomes a thing. So he handled it perfectly. Yeah, he did it just right. Pitch perfect, as they say. Ah, huh? oh, oh, nice Anna Kendrick reference. By the way, if people well, no, no, that would be a Skylar Aston reference. Oh, dear, yeah, even better. No, my but dear for friend. him, it's Anna Kendrick. It, and I still think this is the case. This is a few years ago when he was working with us doing shows. Oh, he's obsessed, right? That every single trip he would ever make, the original Pitch Perfect movie would be in his bag to watch at any moment. He would never travel without it. Just in case. Just, just, just well, yeah. Was he obsessed with her, too? Or just the movie generally? I think he enjoyed the movie, but I think it was her specifically. 
Makes sense. Now there's other movies. Up in the Air is very good. She looks good in that. She does a good <laughs> job there. I don't know why Pitch Perfect has to be the movie. I mean, that, that is, you know, an interesting choice. The full, it, it full on musical film. Now listen, my friend Skylar Aston, Long Island Zone, did a tremendous job, of course, in Pitch Perfect. Of so course. I, su- I support it wholeheartedly, but I don't know if that was what Ruko's interest was. No. It's it's on. Now, Peter, you mentioned Fordham being part of the Illuminati before. Uh, Ryan on Barton Hahn was asked who taught him how to do play-by-play, and the answer to the Illuminati question might be in it. Let's take a listen. What is kind of cool about the man who taught me, guys, he was also the man who taught Justin Shackle, who was on the radio call mm-hmm, last night. Right. That is Bob Ahrens, who was the longtime oh, yeah. executive producer of WFUV Sports at Fordham, who is, I think Bob's 85 now. He honestly, if I was going to go to the most influential person in my career outside of my incredible mom and dad, it would be Bob Ahrens. Well, another shot to Michael. Well, I mean, it's it's a shot. It's it's a shot at Michael K. It's a it's a it's a dishonest answer when he says, "Besides my mom and dad." Let's be honest. We 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 throw around the influence of our mom and dad entirely. It sounds great. My my mom and dad. My dad's my hero. Really? Well, then why don't you go work at the Exxon like your dad? Now, in oh, Ryan's right. case, his dad doesn't exactly work at an Exxon. But Don, you understand what I'm saying? Well, I think his mom and dad. I've met them. They're tremendous people are responsible for what a quality human being. Correct. Of course. Zero the to fiber. do this play-by-play. Zero. No, it has it has everything to do with my also former boss at WFUV, Bob Ahrens. Um, I actually called, when I heard his name mentioned, I actually called Bob. Um, anybody who went to Fordham or worked with FUV or in any way talked to Bob knows that ended up being an hour-long conversation because that's how Bob is um, at 86 years old. Um but he is responsible for, and you heard it from Ryan, Justin Shackle, Tony Reale, um, so many people that have gone through FUV. But he's uh, post-K. Post-K, yes. Um, it was a student-run uh, station when Michael and Mike Breen went through it. Um, Bob took over later on and kind of just shepherded uh, the station and was one of the main reasons that we got to go into professional locker rooms, have credentials for Yankees, Mets, Giants, Jets, all the major see, sports. See, 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 Don? You see? Mm-hmm. Um, There's the Illuminati part right there. Oh, yeah. Now, I didn't, he had the Kavorka, I didn't, I didn't have say. a radio station in college that had some, you know, older, wise, seasoned radio broadcaster who taught us. It was literally, you know, whoever the punk rock kid was, whoever the, you know weird yo-yo Don LaGreca Maryland version was myself. It was just a bunch of kids playing music. There was no instruction whatsoever. Right. It was, it, it was just the opportunity. Don? It was just the opportunity. Here's a yeah. radio station. Go at it. Experiment. Do whatever you got to do. And that was great for me. I mean, I had people like Andre Perry who gave me that opportunity and gave advice here and there. But we butted heads all the time because he didn't like the way I went about things. Well, who was he? He was the he was my the um the student advisor for the radio station. Got it, but he was a student also. No, no, no. He, I mean, he was no, he was a he was a professor. We had what I'm saying is you just had was, kids. There was no faculty. Zero. Well, but, no, but Andre was Free a professor. But he would but he he gave us the opportunity and the one thing that Andre did he's no longer with us. He passed away a couple of years ago. 
was the opportunity and, and the work ethic. Like, he really showed me that if you really want to do this, you're going to have to work your butt off and you're going to have to make it happen. But as far as the ins and outs of play-by-play or DJing or reading news and stuff, no, it was all just keep doing it. And then when I finally started getting internships and working at radio stations and seeing professionals do it, where I started to get going. So I, I just appreciate Rampo because they gave me the opportunity to, to, to get through it and work through it. But Nobody I bring- told me how to cut tape with the razor blade. You just did it until you figured out until it sounded right. But I bring all that up selfishly because Bob truly is the reason that I'm here with you guys today. So if you're happy about that, you can thank him. And if you uh, are unhappy with that, you can blame him. Well, um, but we met him, Peter, at the um, when we did the debate. Oh, that's right. Sure. At Fordham. That was, that was pre-Anthony Pusick. What year was that? 17, maybe? Yeah, 17. Uh, that's where the drop... Uh, it was post... Don't, don't devalue these men came from. Post me and Fordham. Pre me here, and that's, right. a, that's that, right. and that's a small window. It's only like a year and a half. See again, the Illuminati. But it, but even all but all of the all of the uh, the talent that came out of their shows, even the greatest teacher like Bob, one can get away, and that was me. Um, last There's night, a couple more. Yeah, that's, that's true. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Last night on SNY, um, the topic of Shohei Otani came up with Gary Cohen and Keith Hernandez um, and an interesting back and forth between Gar and Keith. If Otani were to sign with the Mets, would you allow him to wear his number 17? Well, he couldn't. Well, with your permission, he could. Don't ask. <laughs> As John Sterling would say, sounds like kidding on the square. Yeah, he's not uh, pleased about possibly doing that. Now, let's let's say something else. Uh, Shohei Otani seems like a, a player who really respects the game and respects the history and legacy of it. I sure. would imagine that if he went to a team where a number where the number 17 was retired, I don't think he'd be expecting it. But Keith doesn't seem like he'd be willing well, to give it either. He didn't wear it in Japan, so it's not like he... I don't know why, why he came up with 17, but 14 wasn't available, so he went to 17. Now, he might say, if, they, if he wins the MVP this year, he's won the MVP in two of the last three years wearing 17. And I'm sure he might be attached to it by then. But it doesn't sound like Keith wants to give it up. And I get it, Peter. It's not like Joe Namath, who's had his number retired forever. Keith just got it done last year. So I I think he probably would eventually do it. But I don't think he'd be happy about it. He didn't sound super fun-loving about it. Now, could he have answered it differently, been a little bit more jovial... So it didn't become a thing? Because it may not become a thing. Then nobody's the wiser. But now his immediate response makes you feel like it's a thing. Now, is Gary wrong for asking? No. 
I don't I, think it's, so. I think it was in fun by Gary, no? Yeah, I think but it was in fun, and, it, and it's an interesting thing. You're sitting with the guy right now. How, how do you not ask? But Yeah, because I don't think Gary was expecting that answer, but... I guess the only way it's okay is if he knew or didn't know Keith would respond that way. Now, if they had conversations off the air about that and Keith would like had a way about it, then you stay. You don't bring it up. So I have to assume Gary didn't expect that response. Somebody else felt the way about this, guys. Can you take a guess at who it was? Former Met. Oh, there's only one person it could be. Did he go to Duke? He sure did. Marcus Stroman tweeted an SI article about this exchange saying, Otani deserves 17 wherever he goes. Imagine losing Otani in free agency because some dinosaur wouldn't give his number up. LMAO, crying face emoji, crying face emoji, crying face emoji. See, that's why he's such a bad guy. I mean, I want to like him. I really want to. And his opinion isn't that off. Why does he have to throw dinosaur? Why? Keith Hernandez will, is, is so much better a baseball player than you. What, because he played in a different era, makes him a dinosaur? I mean, it's just, why do you have to go there? Now, maybe you could just say, I respectfully disagree, Otani, and he's right. You're not going to lose Otani because you can't give him the number 17. That'd be stupid. The Mets would force Keith to, to be on board with it if that were to right. happen. But you got to th- you got to be negative and throw dinosaur out. Listen, sometimes the answer is bad guy. It has to be, Peter. It has to be. Even he if is. you think Keith is wrong to to be in a way to throw out dinosaur when there is no shot that he'll ever be the pitcher or the ball player that Keith Hernandez was ever. And to just say dinosaur, I just I hate. Young people having a just a complete disregard for the people that came in the past. There would be no game if it wasn't for the guys that came from the past. And to throw dinosaur out as if he's irrelevant. Well, and by the way, it's gonna be you. That's the thing about yeah. dissing the people that come before you. You're gonna be in that spot. Is that? How, listen, let me be clear. This has now happened ten different times. Marcus Stroman, maybe in his private life, he takes care of uh, puppies in need of help, and all he does is work with children, and he's the greatest humanitarian who God's ever known. And if that's the case, bless him. The persona that he chooses to present publicly is one of the most unlikable, obnoxious, snooty, cannot keep his nose out of anything D-nozzles I ever recall coming through this town. He, and he, it never ends. Like you were on the Mets, the, the, do you know? Also, read the room, dude. And by the way, I'm no Met fan or a Keith Hernandez fan, but Mets fans adore him. Why would you, who played there and seemingly would one day want to be respected by the Met fan base again, why would you take a you know what on him? Because he realizes that just having a straightforward opinion without dinosaur doesn't get talked about. That's what the shame of it is. If, if the answer's not bad guy, Peter, it's just that he just desperately needs attention. And, and, you, know, you, know what, and you know what the result of it all is going to be? He, he's going to be our colleague in five years. Yeah, be- because, ev- because, because everyone loves, you got to love the guy who will just say anything. And he's setting up for his podcast and then his broadcast career, and they'll like him because he says things about people. Well, that's it. And then that's the way the world works. He knows that if he, th- if he just says, 
oh, give me a break. Otani's going to wear 17 if he wants to. He's the best player in baseball, and the Mets aren't going to lose out on him with the number because of the number. Then it, 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 it goes away. He throws dinosaur. Now it gets talked about. And now people will want him on, hoping they can then get the benefit of him throwing those things out. And it just becomes all about hot takes and getting people that are going to have hot takes and all just trying to get attention. You're a fabulous pitcher. You really are. You're a major league pitcher. Shouldn't that be enough for attention? But you got to throw out the stupid hot take. I thought you guys might enjoy that. Yeah, I, 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 that's that's disappointing, really is. Because I want to like them, but there's always that up. one. I, I've given up. Yeah, you have, and to your credit, you have. There's no, there's no point. But I want to like him. But he is the definition. I don't know what the word is. Oh, maybe we can create a word. Ooh, he is the guy that I like. Unfortunately, he gives you one more word or sentence more that completely caves it all in. Trying too hard, bro. No, because I, 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 maybe, maybe, but it's just like, like he's fine. But then we'll say one more thing. It's like ah, he lost me. Everything was great up until then. You guys want a feel good story? Please, definitely. I love it. Mike Greenberg got another job. You guys didn't I hear was about this? About him. I was worried. Here we what? go. Buccaneers promoted Mike Greenberg and John Spytek to their newly appointed assistant general manager roles. That's what Adam Schefter tweeted. Isn't that great? Mm. Can't imagine it's the same Mike Greenberg. Are you? you are you sure? I'm pretty you, sure. You, you oh. never know in this business. Oh, my. All right. Well, Greeny's just going to have to deal with being the head, the lead on NFL, NBA, and radio show. Yeah, he'll have to settle for that. I got to figure Mike Greenberg's a fairly common name. Uh, I was really excited you, for Greeny there for a second. I'm here, I'm here to tell you that it is. A common didn't name. You, didn't you say earlier today that Anthony was a good actor, Don? That was yeah. a bad one. Yeah. How did you describe what just happened, then? Look, okay. I've, I've come to learn over the last two days, Peter doesn't like me all that much, so let's just move on. Well, that um, is not true. That is not true, but I will. Not, I, I don't let sleeping dogs lie. They must be woken up. That yeah. was also Jacob, a well-timed... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Continue. Let's hear from Brian Windhorst. What's at stake for the Knicks and their interest in James Harden? I think they're trying to save their powder for maybe a huge name player that might become available in the next year. And so they got a question, is it worth using some of their draft assets or some of their young players in trade for James Harden now? Or can they wait for a potentially younger player that might be a better fit? Remember, whoever trades for James Harden is going to have to deal with him on a one-year contract. And his, his contract is structured in a way that he can't extend it. So you're trading for a guy on the last year of his deal that you're going to have to deal with this in a year. He had difficulty coming to terms at age 33 here with Philadelphia who had reason to re-sign him. Whatever they were offering, he didn't like. And I don't blame him for playing hardball. You're going to inherit that situation next year. It's obviously trading for a player that doesn't have a lot of money left, but it's trading for a player that you might just be renting, and that'll affect the price. Powder? Powder's interesting. Is that something, Peter? Am I missing something? I, I, I was... Was that intentional? Does thinking of Harden as a rental change your opinion on it? Well, it depends on what I'm giving up. Because if you if you try it out for a year, say, and it doesn't work out, and there is that magical player that becomes available for the Knicks, you don't have to stick with James Harden then. And if you have enough assets because it was a rental that you can still make that big well, trade. Listen, I, I got fooled by Kyrie. I figured, oh, getting Kyrie in his walk here is going to be amazing. And it turned out he just was the same yo-yo that he always is. But I would think Harden in the last year of his contract, 34 years old, Peter is going to want to ball out because there'll be no other contract if he doesn't. True. 
I think I saw some uh, reports out there, guys. Did you see who Kyrie might talk to in free agency? Oh, go ahead. Phoenix Suns? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to blow that thing up? All right, that'll do it uh. for ENN today, presented by D'Agostino oh, Associates, the injury firm. Almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey, 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. Your suffering is over. Peter is back on ENN tomorrow. Well, I don't Yay! know if I'd say that. I think you've done a terrific job. It was just one joke yeah. that I had questioned. Because I thought for a second that you were really going to go to tell us that Greenberg got a job also working for the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know what I thought? Hmm. That he was he was hired to do play by play for their preseason games. That's what I thought he was going to say. That'd be cool too, because you do see like random, like Kenny Albert does it for the Commanders. Damn right. Like you do does. see like random names like out of nowhere. Like so, that's what I thought the story was going to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at three on ninety eight point seven ESPN in New York, the ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play ninety eight seven ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.